0: Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.
1: Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long.
3: It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Vern Fleming, Freddie Lewis, Joey Devine, Dudley Bradley, Darnell Hillman, John Keane! Hugh Richardson! Haywood Workman! Patreons! Isaac Cohen! Thank you, Isaac! Marky Mark Langford! Stay funky, Mark! Alex Toledo! Holy Toledo, we're thankful! musical guest, The Four Freshmen. There aren't a lot of bands out of Indianapolis. And now, the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi,
4: it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast, and we are back with a brand new episode it's just me and sean today so let's skip the intro here's america's uncle dad my co-host your best friend sean keen sean how are you
0: i'm good doing well yeah spent some time in a beautiful santa maria california technically i was in orca california so you
4: lived in a tri-tip that was fun. I lived
0: in a tri tip, and it was. Yeah. I was. Just, I had salsa poured in my face every day. You know what? You know what kind of sucked, Joey? What? So this is a little town in kind of like central California. You would say is that is that how you describe that area between San Luis Obispo and Santa Barbara? Yes, I think that's Southern California. actually. Yeah, I, I don't know. What, I don't know what you really call the. Re- it's sideways country. Mm-hmm. That's where it is. Uh, but there were a bunch of like really delicious. Uh, like small businesses there was a little brewery and there was a really good sandwich shop which did have tri-tip sandwiches and unfortunately the woman uh who owned these promising businesses uh funded them by embezzling money from old people Mm. so those places are all closed so uh uh, that's yeah. what
4: we like to call the win-win here on Round Ball Rock. <laughs> uh, for those of you that have seen that movie. yeah, right. that that's um. very
0: similar, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I will be coaching wrestling in order to uh, finance the return of the Homestead Sandwich Shop. Oh, great. I will not be doing that. Also, it's a town <laughs> called Orchid, which is, uh, if you remember, it was a Google-sponsored alternative to Facebook, which only caught on in brazil and ireland
4: i did not know that but uh great stuff sean uh you're always you've always got good info um speaking of info sean oh you know what we're gonna do today What's that? Just talk about a bunch of news we haven't Hell talked yeah, about in a it, long time.
0: <laughs> it actually kind of feels like we haven't necessarily been talking about anything that's been happening uh-uh. in basketball. Like, no. No, no. It's great. Look, everybody can catch up with us.
4: <laughs> All right. Um, America's
0: so... <laughs> most knowledgeable basketball fans.
4: <laughs> so uh, let's go to the news drop.
1: This is round Ball Rock News, basketball news for humans and robots. Trust the process.
4: Um, Sean, our top story is, uh, how would I describe this man? Mark, uh, our, uh, po- enemy of the podcast, Mark Cuban, is basically selling his entire chunk of the Mavericks while claiming he's not.
0: Yes. That's what's it's, happening? Uh, it's a, well, let, let's just say it's uh, It's a dirty deal, whatever uh-huh. it is. Uh, I will say, for Patreon subscribers, I have, uh, against my will, basically, reviewed two episodes of Smartless. Actually, with my will. No one was making me do yeah, it. no one made you do I've, that. I have reviewed the Mark Cuban episode. In or fact, reviewed. I
4: believe when you said you were doing it to me, I was like, you don't have to do that. Uh. Well, Joey, I
0: do, because we're going to get our... Th- Third Patreon smartlist review because you know who was on the show recently? Joey? Was it Shaquille O'Neal? It was not. It was Steph Curry.
4: Oh, of course! God and it's damn gonna it! Be,
0: oh, it's a lame. It's going to be a lame fest. I still haven't listened to it. I'm, oh,
4: Sean. Speaking of Steph Curry, yes, I should say. Uh for those listeners that don't know I have uh I have another podcast on the side that I've been producing it's called Unsalvageable oh, yeah. mm-hmm. a Utah jazz podcast hosted by our friend Sarah Todd and our friend Dad Sham Dad Greg Foster both, but both
0: great guys on th- Gals or, For those of know.
4: you that don't know Sarah covered the Warriors up until 2015 um and she revealed an insane Steph Curry fact on this uh, week's episode of Unsalvageable that I want to exciting. tell you right now, Sean.
0: Yes, please.
4: Steph Curry used to have a post-it note in his locker room. in I mean, in his locker. Uh-huh. That just said, make eye contact, be nice to reporters, be humble.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> That's adorable, but also like...
4: But also something a sociopath does.
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, make eye contact is like for like the the hardest man or the softest man. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. there's not a lot yeah. of like in between where you need to be be nice to
4: report.
0: Oh. Well, it's you know, a Joey.
4: That is a psychotic thing to have to remind yourself.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I actually have a, a post it that I look at that's actually on the side of my laptop mm-hmm. uh, that I look at every podcast.
4: Oh, well, what's you know what it, it says?
0: At? It says, get money get money get money that's what I that's what I think Speaking of every time
4: patreon.com slash hey, is where hey. you can listen to Sean's recaps of other podcasts yes
0: so there's a there's a Steph Curry smart list coming uh, I finally named us doing sports movie reviews we did American Underdog which is truly uh, like if you had the budget of a high school play but Anna Paquin and Zachary Levi. Did you say mm-hmm. Levi or Levi? It's Levi, right? I don't care. He's, a freak. He's he, whatever. <laughs> uh, anyway, that was good. Anyway, we named it. It's called Lights, Camera, Ball. and there's gonna be some more of those. And for you fans of our Jack Reacher podcast, Fist Like Thanksgiving Turkeys, December fifteenth on Amazon. Yeah. So uh, and this we this time,
4: this time we're gonna watch it. Every week and do <laughs> do an episode. I promise. yeah, we kind of
0: caught up at the yeah. yeah. It coming out every? They're coming out every week, right? They're not releasing them all at once. That I'm not sure, but we're I gonna think, do it weekly. I think that's the new Amazon strategy is to make them more like regular shows, but yeah. I'm not sure. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but uh, yeah, everybody's excited about that.
4: anyway. Anything to talk? Not talk about the Adelsons and Mark yes. Cuban. Okay, um, so
0: so yeah. here's how I, here's how I understand what's happening, Joey. Mm-hmm. Uh, with my my understanding. So Sheldon Adelson, mm-hmm. uh, much like Henry Kissinger, uh, was struck down by God. Uh, well, will you explain to the ago. listeners
4: who don't know okay, who, yeah. the, who Sheldon
0: Adelson is? Yes, yes, yes. OK, so so Mark Cuban is selling it to Miriam Adelson, who is uh, Sheldon Adelson's wife. Uh, he is mostly a casino magnate. Uh, he owns the Sands and everything Sands affiliated. He built the Venetian Hotel. Uh, he has a lot of foreign casinos, mm-hmm. uh, specifically one in Macau, where he basically just like relentlessly bribed Chinese officials to let him make that and got some massive fine. Um, he just loves casinos. He loves building casinos, but to take money from people. Uh, many, many fines for this activity. He basically supported Mitt Romney in an attempt to essentially destabilize the Chinese currency because mm-hmm. it would make him more money off his casinos in Macau, which is why Mitt Romney got very, very large campaign donations. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, he also bought the Las Vegas Review Journal mm-hmm. essentially to keep people from reporting about his shady casino activities. Uh, he owns a bunch of newspapers in Israel uh, he was the biggest donor to both of Donald Trump's presidential campaigns and his legal defense of the uh, Robert Mueller report. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, he's basically spitting in the face of the Krasensteins. Uh He also gave lots of money to Benjamin Netanyahu, mm. the most war hawky uh, Israeli prime minister. Uh, he also he his his big his big causes. He hates online gambling because that hurts his casinos, mm-hmm. and he's uh, spent like hundreds of millions of dollars uh, opposing marijuana legalization because his son overdosed on cocaine, mm-hmm. and uh, he thinks marijuana was responsible for that. Uh, he basically became a giant Republican donor. I think he's like the biggest. Republican donor. I think he passed the Koch brothers uh, specifically because he didn't like it when casino workers unionized. Uh, He spent over a hundred, just under a hundred million dollars in 2012 on Republican candidates who all lost. Uh, Mostly that money went to Newt Gingrich, who he liked because Newt Gingrich once said that Palestinians aren't real. Uh, He also spent over a hundred. Yeah. Oh. Spent over a hundred million dollars on the midterms in 2018. Uh, did, like the most right wing guy, and uh, just like the source of dark money. He once said that uh, he wanted to, he was trying to fight, uh, he said he didn't think it was fair that rich people like George Soros affected politics, so he was gonna spend even more money. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyway, so. The real reason this is happening, apparently. Now, apparently, he sold a majority share of the Mavs at a valuation of $3.5 which is sort of low, Yeah, I guess, by why things are sold. But it might be that their arena is not as new as the other things. And it might be that, I mean, essentially, I think it means that Mark Cuban is a little bit cash poor. Probably mm-hmm. he has said before that of all the things he's invested in of uh, for shark tank, he's like down a bunch yeah, of money he's
4: down like $200 million or something. And most
0: of his stuff has not really made money. Like, like what about, um, ice rocket, that search engine Mm-mm. that we all use. What for about Cyberdust? Cyberdust, which deletes your tweets for you. Uh, mm-hmm. that doesn't seem like it took off. Um, uh, what was that called? Maverick TV? I,
3: don't I mean, even especially Mark that Cuban.
0: One. Mark Cuban got into film production, and the first two things they produced were Good Night and Good Luck and the Enron documentary. Mm-hmm. And I think both of those won Oscars, and then like nothing else they've made has been a success. So basically, Mark Cuban, the only thing he's been successful at is the Mavericks. And now he's sold a big chunk of the Mavericks. But the idea is that. He still gets to run basketball operations because the Adelson family just wants to build a casino in Dallas. That's why they're doing it. They want to build a casino complex that has a new arena, and ideally they would make the taxpayers in Dallas pay for that. Uh, but Mark Cuban's going to get to run basketball operations because he's been doing such a good job of that <laughs> for well, the last decade, attracting free agents like – Haralobob um, Valgaris. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. He got <laughs> Haralobob in there. And Haralobob was like, well, i like to go to the Sands. And Mark Cuban's like, interesting. Is there like a creepy old man who's about to die? And Haralobob's like, yeah, he is. And he has a really old widow, too. Mm-hmm. And like, do you think he could trick him into uh, spending a lot of money on a piece of my team? And Haralobob's like, yes. And also tell Luka Doncic I said he's fat. And he's like, hey, we, I got to fire you, dude. You gotta um, leave.
4: Um, Sean, I have other yeah. news for you that you did yes. you didn't put on our thing. Oh yeah. Um, okay. did you see Herb Simon's statement today? the owner of the Pacers, my also new very favorite old. basketball team.
0: <laughs> I did um, not see shopping no. mall. Kingpin. Yeah. Herb well, here, I'll
4: read it to you. Okay. Uh, my good friend Steven rails, who's strong to Hoosier ties and is a graduate of DePauw university and co-founder of Donaher corporation, which is the owner of Indiana based life sciences company. Beckman Coulter expressed an interest in inquiring a minority investment in the franchise. After considerable discussion, Steven is going to become a minority owner of 20% of the franchise pending league approval. Management of the franchise remains under Simon family control. The Simon family is as committed to Indiana today as we have been since we moved here from New York in the 1960s. So the Pacers also sold 20% of... uh,
0: Who did did they sell it to?
4: Steven Rails, which I'm glad you asked,
0: Sean. Hey, I wasn't sure who that Um, was.
4: He is a rich guy whose dad owned an equity group that he uh, left his father's real estate and bought a bunch of things using junk bonds, including vinyl siding manufacturers and the Mohawk Rubber Company. Then they tried, They bought Isco, the largest independent aluminum extrusion manufacturer.
0: Are they owned by the most boring ownership group? <laughs> no, no, hold on. We're going to get <laughs> there. Okay, it, this okay, actually sorry. gets good. Okay, okay. Um, then in
4: 1988, he made a hostile takeover bid for Intercur- Interco. Interco? Which, uh, has a bunch of manufacturers such as Converse and Ethan Allen
3: furniture. Oh, okay.
4: But when the company responded with a poison pill, they sued and won in court and got, after five months, just got $60 million for free in (laughs) 1988. Um, Great. Uh, then, in 1992, the AM side of, uh, this this corporation was sold, of WGMS, was sold to the Rails Brothers, who, um uh created a sports talk stage he's worth 7.3 million dollars wow. as of July 2023 but most importantly Sean yeah uh he founded the production company Indian Paintbrush which you might know as the ones who produce all the Wes Anderson movies wow starting Whoa. in 2007 their first uh the list of films produced by Rails Darjeeling Limited Fantastic uh-huh. Mr Fox like crazy jeff who lives at home oh okay. young adult moonrise wow. kingdom seeking a friend for the end of the world
0: i didn't mm. care for that one but you know that's not, fine. not hey, fade away the, at Bismol yeah. business <laughs> yeah yeah, baby. yeah
4: exactly not fade away uh love not fade away uh breathe in Stoker, which if you haven't seen Stoker, that movie fucking rocks.
0: That movie is real good.
4: Trance, <laughs> Labor Day, The Grand Budapest Hotel, Me and Earl and the Dying Girl, Isle of Dogs, The French Dispatch, Asteroid City, and The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar. So I want you to know, wow. Sean, at this point in this man's Wikipedia page, I was like, yeah. are we looking at the new least evil
0: owner in the NBA? I was going to say, like... Because mm-hmm. even though he's doing hostile takeovers, it's like—I mean—he's like still making Converse. They're still vinyl. I mean? yeah, 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 like exactly. Um, Converse. Uh, I mean, there are no good children, but... Uh,
4: but here's the problem: personal life. Uh, he was married to a lady from '83 to 2003. Then he married in 2012 a, mo- a woman named LaLage Demerel, Who, um, do you want to know who that is, Sean? That's yeah, the I mean, mother of like writer That's the mother of writer and former CIA officer, Amilris Fox Kennedy, who you might know as the campaign manager to Robert F Kennedy Jr.'s presidential Oh my campaign. god. Wow. <laughs> the wow. the former CIA uh, officer who runs RFK Jr.'s presidential That's campaign. wild.
0: By the way, did you know the existing cinematic connections of um, the Indiana Pacers? I Joey? did not know. So Herb Simon's <laughs> brother Mel, R.I.P., mm-hmm. uh, had a production company called Mel Simon Produ- Melvin Simon Productions. Just apparently lost millions and millions of dollars. But here are some movies they produced: uh, Rabbit Test.
3: Mm-hmm. That is
0: a movie about the world's first pregnant man, <laughs> uh, directed and co-written by Joan Rivers, and starring friend of the podcast Billy Crystal.
4: Uh-huh,
0: yeah. Uh huh. A jazz all, man. Yeah. Uh, the movie they they produced the movie. Uh, the stunt man peter Atul, that's
4: oh that's a good pretty, movie that's a good that movie. remake yeah. looks awesome too have you seen the trailer i have that not yet? i didn't
0: realize it was a remake
4: it's ryan uh, gosling and the guy who made john wick dog <laughs> and they did it funny um
0: that's great yeah it's uh, gonna be funny great. gosling man yeah uh my bodyguard they made love my
4: bodyguard
0: what, do you love Zorro the Gay Blade? I
4: kinda. I kinda do like Zorro the Gay I Blade. It's funny. watched it,
0: it was like, <laughs> my grandma had it on VHS, and I probably was too young to really understand any of what was happening, but it is entertaining. But the most famous films he made, one of the great trilogies of the 1980s, Joey. Porky's. Oh, Porky's no. 2, The Next Day, <laughs> and Porky's Revenge. Uh... The exploitation of non-consensual looking at high school girls in showers. That's like what Porky's is about. I would
4: say Porky's, the release of Porky's directly (laughs) leads to the writing of Bill Simmons. (laughs) Uh, Uh, That's how we got there. Um, Anyway, Sean... Uh, yeah. I'm sorry I cannot report when your daughter-in-law is the campaign manager to Robert F. Kennedy's presidential campaign and a former CIA officer. You cannot be the least evil owner in the NBA. So congratulations to Genie Buss continuing yeah. to take that title.
0: <laughs> this movie is going straight to the You Know Ball Podcast Patreon. <laughs> um, okay, so people uh, respect- but no, Sean,
4: my question for you actually. Oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Is the NBA CBA runs out? I mean, the TV deal runs out in a year, right? Or is it two uh, years?
0: Well, it runs out in a year and a half, but they'll be negotiating it this summer, or they're negotiating so, it now.
4: Usually, that would be like. Uh, hey, we're getting this huge windfall. Don't sell yet. Isn't it a bad sign that all these owners are selling right now for the future NBA TV deal?
0: <laughs> well, I would say uh, that's related to... Yes, yes, it is a bad sign. Uh, <laughs> one of the... Also, that a lot of these people that are... Well, yeah, they're selling at the top. They're selling at the top, basically. Yeah. Uh, the Bucks co-owner cashed in Michael, jo- Michael Jordan, who you would think would know a lot about the NBA Mm -hmm. also cashed out and like held on to a piece. Um,
4: Now, the one thing I'll say is Mark Cuban has never made a good investment. So it actually might. Yeah, that might be. It's actually, these guys might be selling early.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But he's Mark Cuban's going full Ozark right now. He's Mm -hmm. getting in bed with some of the worst people in the world in order to build a casino in a backwater uh, mm-hmm. named oh, yeah. Dallas, Texas. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've never been there. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but doesn't, doesn't it feel like he might be, like, money laundering on the side? Like, Mark Cuban could be laundering a lot of money. with. Like, isn't that... Wouldn't Shark Tank be the perfect vehicle for that? Except
4: he quit Shark Tank.
0: Yeah, he What's quit Shark he Tank. What's he
4: up to? What's he so,
0: cooking? So, I mean, I, I think it's just because he wants a casino. Money. But, uh... But so the speculation uh, either he's starting a podcast, uh, Uh which we might do, that would be obnoxious.
4: But But he could start a podcast without doing these things. I don't
0: understand why those would be combined. I think he would get fined all the time on the. He gets fined like every time he goes on TV. And, but he's uh, still
4: the owner now.
0: He'd get yeah. fined. Like, I yeah, don't, you're right. no, he's like, not. He's not going to start a podcast. He
4: like he he very specifically made this deal so he could remain this like figurehead. He's like the queen of England for the Dallas yeah. Mavericks. He's um, he's
0: uh, he's he's hedging on the TV deal, I think. Uh, but um, so there's people who are speculating that he would run for president because he was. Vocally anti Trump, and he met with the Joey. Do you know what the no labels party is?
4: Is that like, um, it's do, basically do they, do they uh, <laughs> do, do they uh, publish maximum rock and roll? Yeah, you would uh, think yeah. that it's like,
0: <laughs> uh, no, it's basically they want to run a third party unity. Candidate. Who are some of the people involved? I don't know who Nate, the guy who uh, who runs Lowe's, but that's because mm-hmm. he's from a dynastic uh, Tish family. Of course. Um, basically, uh, they want to run a they want to run a ticket where one of the pre one of the president's a Democrat and the vice president's a a Republican or vice versa. I guess, mm-hmm. um, and the whole idea basically, people figured out in uh, 1796 when John Adams was the president and Thomas Jefferson was the vice president that that was a bad idea when those people uh, didn't like each other mm-hmm. or work together. Like, and if especially if uh, one of them is sort of a dork but into liberty, and the other one's cool but owns a lot of slaves that he also has sex with that is also a problem in uh thomas jefferson's really overrated guys uh anyway um (laughs) so mark cuban people think that mark cuban might do this because he's actually talked to the group about doing this this is clearly an attempt to uh torpedo a democratic candidate that is this is something that would trick uh liberals into voting for it's kind of like the colbert stewart rally for sanity the bipartisan mm-hmm. protest comedy that uh people didn't really like i don't think i don't think it really uh changed the country
4: i'm, the I'm sorry sean i need to tell you something about a maritalist uh kennedy <laughs> fox oh kennedy. yeah please please more uh do you want to know where she met robert f kennedy the third
0: uh at his father's grave i don't know um, burning man
4: oh my god
0: <laughs> jesus come on
4: sorry i was closing Kendall the needs... wiki i was closing the wikipedia page and that popped out at me
0: i was just thinking about how angry larry david would get at hearing that sentence um so anyway i don't i don't <laughs> I don't think I don't think uh I was trying to think of what would be the 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 ticket they're going to end up with. I don't think Mark Gibbon's gonna run. And my, my best guess was in he either sold it order, because he's been
4: sued like a hundred times this year. That's why he's
0: right. Yeah, so he, he also he's cash poor. Like like his franchise is worth a lot, but not if you just have to run it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're liable for lots and lots of fines maybe he's just sick of being fined i don't know Mm -hmm. now he's going to be fined by state regulators instead uh but yeah my my guess for the the no labels ticket is andrew yang Mm -hmm. and dr oz in some (laughs) order i don't know if dr oz would be willing to take the second spot andrew yang will do anything Mm -hmm. is he going to be on television he's into it
4: Um, okay, that's our ownership. And Dave Chappelle's
0: voting for them. Uh.
4: (laughs) Um, that's our ownership, uh, thing. Let's talk, let's talk about Greg Popovich, Sean. This story's kind of old now, but we haven't talked about it. Um. There's,
0: there's some related news, too, so yeah. Yeah.
4: Um, Sean, run us through Greg, uh, what old Greg has done uh, since we last re- talked about him on the podcast.
0: So, he's uh, semi-retired, but also still coaching the San Antonio Spurs, as far as I can tell. Um, the San Antonio Spurs, who got the first pick in the draft, drafted generational talent, Victor von Benyama, and have, at this recording time, lost 13 games in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have the worst point differential in the league. But, uh, Greg Popovich's old player, Kawhi Leonard, came to town with the inspiring underdog (laughs) L.A. Clippers. (laughs) And uh, when Kawhi Leonard was shooting free throws, he was booed by, according to the audio, not really that many people.
4: Yeah, I'm going to play it right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Here's the audio of what Greg Popovich did. While, take in mind, the L.A. Clippers are shooting free throws.
0: And the game is basically... Going, you know what I mean? It's not like a timeout. Like Kawhi Leonard's on the free throw line right now.
1: It is only three. Excuse me for a second. Can
0: Pops on the mic. We stop
1: all the booing. Let these guys play. It's not who we are. Knock off the booing.
3: i telling the fans to lay off Kawhi Leonard,
2: but that's not San Antonio. Well, I don't believe I've ever seen that.
3: I've seen a number of college coaches motion to their crowds, particularly the student crowds, if they're, if yeah. they're
4: per- um now the first thing I'll say, Sean, is yeah. uh Kawhi Leonard and Greg Popovich. Um he probably would have retired to San Antonio Spur if uh, Pop had defended him non non ceremonially, right? <laughs>
0: Oh, if he hadn't, uh, if if Kawhi hadn't been dealing with like a quad injury that basically has never gone away, Mm -hmm. and instead uh, had Tony Parker talk about how uh, he played through his own quad injury, Mm -hmm.
4: and how Pop was uh, mean to him the whole entire season, right to the point where he wanted to leave.
0: Yeah, Um, I would say he was he was somewhat chased out of town. I mean, it's hard to say with Kawhi, but I'm not saying I don't think that's. a real positive in Popovich's uh, mm-hmm. resume.
4: Yeah, yeah. Um. Secondly, Sean.
0: Obviously, it was Zaza Pachulia's fault. Zaza Pachulia introduced quad.
4: A lot um, of people, Sean. A lot of people uh, um, were saying this is cool and good. What Pop did. Uh, what's your take on it?
0: No, it sucks.
4: It sucks. It's, Fuck it's you. all monitor shit. Like.
0: <laughs> First of all, don't tell the crowd what to do. Yeah, old man.
3: Also, like,
4: they're allowed. You're allowed to boo. Like yeah. we're, this is not.
0: He's on the other team. He's trying yes. to beat
4: you. <laughs> but also, I mean, if I mean they okay. want to boo Jeremy Sohan. They can boo Jeremy Sohan too. Yeah, it's the fine. One thing that is okay. The,
0: the tickets aren't free. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. And here's, here's another thing. Uh, Kawhi Leonard makes like $40 million a year. He's going to get over it. He doesn't care at all. It's Kawhi. It's like booing a tree. Like, who cares? Oh, Kawhi's feelings are going to get hurt. Like, how would you ever tell or know? He doesn't even live in the same city he plays in. Like, it's Kawhi. Like, oh, stop booing Kawhi. Like. That I don't really believe in the idea of virtue signaling, but that is virtue signaling. Like, I, I don't even understand it. Also, all you're going to do is make them boo more, which they did. Plus, this idea is like, that's not who we are here in San Antonio. It's like, oh, what? do we, Where in San Antonio? Where where they employed Bruce, Bruce Bowen for years, just jumping under people's legs and trying to dislocate their knees like all the time. Oh, that's not who we are.
3: Um, we don't boo. Here's, like, here's oh, my he's thing. Oh, God, this is Craig, Craig Puffins, the crankiest man in the world. <laughs> here's
4: here's my thing too. If I knew this uh-huh. can't, this is so upsetting that this is how I find out. Like opposing coaches are allowed to grab microphones <laughs> while other team, the other team is shooting free throws. This is upsetting. I want to see Quinn Snyder grab that microphone and basketball Kawhi. You know what I yeah, mean? Exactly. Like that's <laughs> the problem. If that's it's like to be allowed.
0: This, this previously unknown factor, and it's just with a hall monitor shit. Like just like the saddest way to use it. Yeah, get on there and I mean I would just like to see. Yeah, psych-ass. Make a
4: fart noise.
0: You Make a fart I mean? noise? Yeah. Or or just Honestly, Phil Jackson, if he was allowed to do this, would have devastated people. Mm. He would have done it like real subtly like, hey, guys, don't boo uh, Rasheed Wallace. He's going through a lot right
4: now.
3: (laughs) That would be
0: in Sheed's head for the rest of the series. You know what I mean? You know what Don Nelson
4: would have done if he grabbed a microphone? He would use the microphone to try and recruit the other players to the team. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. He'd be like, you know, Kawhi. If you were over here, I'd be playing you a point guard, and you'd be yeah. touching the ball the entire time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and then he, green, would, green and line then he would all the somehow, time, and then he would somehow fuck it up, or he'd get Kawhi, but then hate him. Yeah, later. yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> I could also see him just doing like a long, slow raspberry into yeah. the, the mic. Yeah. Uh, anyway, boy, who cares? Yes, yeah. dorks. But also, I mean, look. A you can absolutely boo the other team. Me I can see the argument if it's like don't boo our team. Uh-huh. You know, like like that's I can see how who was it that was shooting really badly this year and then the the fans started like really cheering him. I can't remember what player that was, but like well, that happens a lot less. where like yeah. a team
4: will start like Smart team smart fans start uh, sarcastically cheering when yeah. bad players make shots. I
0: love it. It's one of my favorite yeah. things. And again, um, and again, it's not free. You know what I mean? Like you're not <laughs> a, you're not at work in the stands. There's no. I don't get it. Like I understand. Maybe don't curse at the players. That yes, that feels like a definitely fair. Definitely do not decorum. curse at the players. Don't curse at the there players. There is like, certainly there's kids a line. Arena, but you know,
4: booing is. Uh, on the good side of the
0: line, so- yeah. Or like, or like, if you say something funny that maybe hurts their feelings,
3: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I don't know. So I would. There's a related story that I wanted to talk about, okay. which is Russell Westbrook got into it with a fan who did appear to be a Clippers fan. It was a home game mm-hmm. against the Denver Nuggets, and uh, he he hurt. Russell Westbrook deeply Russell Westbrook here's a quote from after the game fans think they can say whatever they want I'm not going to say what was said because now it's not appropriate but I'm just protecting myself it's just unfortunate fans think they can get away with saying anything and personally I won't allow it I've taken a lot of people saying anything and getting away with it but I won't stand for it
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, unfortunately this was on video Mm -hmm. you can see what the fan says and the fan called him Westbrook Westbrook again and we're doing that again we're doing that again because Westbrook, because he didn't like the nickname, mm-hmm. invented this idea that you that saying Westbrook was an insult to his whole family. Mm-hmm. And it was destroying his son's ability to go to school. He's now expanded it to saying it's disrespecting his father and his grandfather. But normally when NBA players say, don't talk about my family, Mm -hmm. that means that the fan has said something about like their wife
4: or their, it doesn't mean
0: that they made a an insulting pun (laughs) about their last name. That's not talking about your family. It's Mm -hmm. just not. And it's on video. He just said Westbrook. And in that game, by the way, uh, Russell Westbrook went to the free throw line, down four points, and missed both his free throws, and one of them was an air ball from the free throw line uh-huh. from a guard in the NBA. Like,
4: wow, just Sean, you're baby, coming man. out hot.
3: In I'm this coming segment. out hot this yeah. time. <laughs> um... It's just like
0: it's just like you can't fuck like a victim when someone says, "Well, you like stop the game." There was security there, but it's like it's on. It's, it's not cool to say Westbrook. I mean, it's not the coolest heckle you can have, but you know, a, it's a pretty soft thing mm-hmm. to lose your mind about. It is like people who get mad. I mean, the 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 two online version is he's Eve Fartlow. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean?
3: Yeah.
0: Um. Anyway, um, just like yell something back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Say what you will about Draymond, but he usually just—I mean—I'll say a, a lot fan. about Draymond. Uh, uh, we will probably say a lot he's about a, him later. He's—I'm um, sick
4: of him. <laughs> but
0: like, but like. Getting a fan ejected is just like, come on, dude. Like, Wait, are you ad- are you not?
4: Wait, I missed that part. They, no, they ejected didn't, the didn't, didn't eject him. No, they didn't eject <laughs> oh, him. Security
0: God. came and talked to him. But LeBron has guys ejected all the time.
4: Yeah, but don't you think those guys are actually saying bad stuff at LeBron? Don't you think LeBron I mean, at this maybe. point? Maybe. I think LeBron at this point has heard so many things. That uh, for him to even notice, you have to say something real
0: bad, you know? I mean, look, NBA fans can be very terrible. When it, but when it's, like, not in Utah, I'm kind of like, <laughs> hmm, how bad could it have been? Like, I, there's...
4: I don't know. I'm a little more... I'm, I'm in between you and where a lot of people are on this, like, because I also understand... Look, Westbrick is ridiculous, but, like... I do understand like th- there's a uh, there's an empathy factor towards players and what they have to deal with that I definitely have but I also feel like sometimes um we've gone a little too far the other way yeah because sometimes <laughs> like there's players were all... pop being pop yeah. pulling a Rick Berry is cool um well uh, you know speaking of we gotta play that right oh yeah yeah we do (laughs) uh yeah sean because that's the other thing we forgot to bring up with the pop thing is like it telling people not to boo just
0: makes people boo more yeah because you're like Uh, shut up old man (laughs) and also also it's like clearly he doesn't care about winning anymore but he's mad because the fans do come on man that's the, the, that's my new segment. Come on, man! <laughs> Sponsored by Simply Safe. Come on, man! It can recognize whether it's an animal or a car.
1: Hey, one second here. Come on, people! You fans are the greatest fans in the world. As everybody exactly said that? Show a little bit of class. This is crazy. Seriously come on you're doing yourself a disservice all of the wonderful accolades being said to you for you to treat this man who is spending his money to do the best that he can to turn this franchise around and i know he's gonna do it so give him the respect he deserves
4: um all right sean where do you want to go
0: next i want to i want to talk about one more thing i'm still not done joey (laughs) i'm too hot um for what look come on man part two um Okay, no, so after- went First off, name it after Rick Barry. It's called Come yeah. On People. <laughs> Come On People. There you go. That's right. <laughs> I bet someone already has Come On Man. Yeah. Um, so, afterwards, Paul George said something like, well, I understand but, what- I mean, obviously he's back in his teammates. Paul mm-hmm. George, you're fine. Uh, but he used he used a, a, a framing, which I've heard before, which is, oh, how would you like it if someone came and yelled at you at work? Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I mean, I wouldn't, but also no one like gives me a standing ovation when I post a blog either. You know what I mean? Like there's, I understand, but it's, you're kind of not at work in the same way also, as a normal I've person. I've worked
4: retail and food service and uh, yeah, it sucks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like how often have I been at allowed to be at work in uh, loose, comfortable shorts? You know what I mean? <laughs> Like I, I usually don't get to sit down and I mean, I guess I do sit down and rest a lot of the time, but, uh, I don't, I don't get to go to work on a private plane. Mm -hmm. I don't get like hundreds of dollars per DM for my meals. I
4: don't, there's some trade-offs healthcare.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Much less massages, uh, uh, before I go to work. And so can we just acknowledge that it's, not really a conventional workplace. No,
4: my job yeah, the does not of, involve just kids. throwing a towel on the floor and someone picking it
0: up. Yeah, yeah, that that doesn't happen. Um,
4: that is the best can... part about being a basketball player, by the way. I oh, want yeah. to make that very clear. The fact oh, that yeah, there's then... just a guy, like, you can just drop, to, drop a soiled piece of clothing on the ground and a guy runs behind you and picks it up.
0: Yeah, at any time. And, like, also, like... Um, If you want, you can just drop your disgusting sweaty clothes and be nude as long as you want.
4: (laughs) Well, I don't want that, but I'm just
3: saying it's nice to to have the option.
0: (laughs) I mean, like, what if you don't? You're just like, I'm kind of sweaty. Well, someone will get that. Mm -hmm.
4: Well, Sean, I hope for your sake um, (laughs) that our new segment, Come On People, (laughs) uh, goes viral. Um,
1: Yeah. Do you think it will? If you want me to be honest with you, I still don't know how much the world may think it blew up. Sparked by the leak of the video, the incident did blow up. It went viral. Wow. Um, Got a chance. Come Got on, a people. chance.
4: <laughs> um, Sean, Draymond ba- Green is back from his suspension. Uh, my first question for you is, how'd that go, his first did, game back?
0: I gotta say, it didn't go great. It went, mm-hmm. it went pretty well for a little while, and then, um you know he had 5 day 5 games off to think about his actions and mm-hmm. uh you know think about dealing with adversity in a different way mm-hmm. and uh then a truly bizarre sequence happened in the third quarter um the warriors playing the segment of kings mm-hmm. needing to win by 12 to uh, advance in the Wonderful. The I.S.T. The I.S.T. The end-season <laughs> tournament.
4: I cannot believe we're calling it that. That is... The I.S.T. I mean, because
0: it's, the, the, it's Adam Silver's fault. Name it something better.
4: It's called the
3: NBA Cup the whole time.
4: I.S.T. sounds like a fake spy agency from
0: a CW show. <laughs> Here's something I would like. Could the NBA just officially say whether it should be capitalized or how it needs to be hyphenated? Because as mm-hmm. someone who has to... Type out that goddamn phrase all the time. Mm-hmm. At least, oh. anyway, um, independent
4: SWAT team. Yes, <laughs>
0: yes. Tuesdays so. at six PM
4: uh, <laughs> after Baywatch. Yes. Um, all
0: right. <laughs> so the the Warriors had uh, they lost a few players to injury. I'm not anyway. They're they're still up by like double digits, and mm-hmm. in a sequence where the Kings, the Sacramento Kings, get a couple of offensive rebounds, Draymond Green decides to pretend he got hit in the face mm-hmm. while battling for a rebound. It's um, like
4: one of the more blatant flops I've ever seen. It's a pretty seen. blatant
0: flop. And it happened um, basically, no, oh, no, I guess, yeah, no. That, oh, yeah. There was a flop review right before that, right?
4: Mm-hmm, yeah.
0: So they did a fl- they They called the Sacramento Kings for a flop, reviewed it, figured out it wasn't a flop. Draymond looked like he got hit in the face. In replay, he is not hit at all. And... So he wasn't going for the rebound. He also just laid on the floor
4: for a long time, like pretending his face was bashed in.
0: Yes, while the Warriors were playing four on five down at the other end. Mm -hmm. In a game they were
4: definitely about to give up their gigantic lead-in if something didn't happen. (laughs)
0: Yeah, they were still up like double digits. Sure,
4: but it felt bad. You know what I mean? I mean...
0: I think it would have been fine without this yes. element No, of Agreed. It. Agreed. Uh... And so the crowd got really fired up because uh, somehow the Kings kind of bailed out the Warriors and fouled Wiggins. But mm-hmm. then uh, that gave the Sacramento Kings fantastic arena staff time to queue up that replay mm-hmm. and play it a couple times and really energize the crowd, which was already looking for an excuse to boo Draymond Green more. Yeah. Um, And then he remained mad about it, even though it was a fake foul Mm -hmm. and kept yelling at the refs for the next few minutes. Mm -hmm. But it was weird because he definitely didn't get fouled. Like, he didn't get touched. He was pretending.
4: And then Malik Monk drove on him and got a, a rebound where both Steph Curry and Draymond Green were like, that was a very blatant carry of the ball. And yes, they were and making... Curry got
0: called for a foul. And Draymond's gesture was like he was signaling a double rainbow, yeah. almost. Like uh, an exaggerated which, carrying yeah. motion. Which got him a technical. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it all, that, and to be fair, he only got the technical when he did it a third time. Yeah. They actually let him... Do it twice. No, After, you're, you're again, st-
4: yelling at the refs for a really long time because they about... didn't fall for his trick.
0: And um, they, they didn't give him a flopping technical, <laughs> yeah, so no. he technically he really won. Um, um, uh, and then what did he do?
4: Uh, then he proceeds to lose his mind, and uh-huh. Malik Monk gets the ball again, and uh, Draymond Green just runs up to Malik Monk and pretends to play really hard defense, but his real goal is to just foul Malik Monk really hard for no
0: reason. In yes. basically the
4: backcourt.
0: Yeah, I um, think he actually fouls De'Aaron Fox, but... Or
4: oh, sorry, it was De'Aaron but, Fox, not Malik But regardless, but yes.
0: it doesn't... I th- anyway, it doesn't matter. And at that point, Steve Kerr has to pull him out of the game because... Yeah, because
4: he has become <laughs> the Incredible Hulk. He's so consumed <laughs> yeah. by his rage, he can't uh he's uncontrollable.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um and then in that in that time that he's out, uh the Kings begin just double teaming Steph Curry, and weirdly, Steph Steve Kerr brings in Corey Joseph for no reason really and takes uh-huh. out Moses Moody for no reason. Anyway, we're not gonna get into that part of it. But essentially he had to leave the game to calm down for three minutes, at which point the Sacramento Kings went on like a nine to two run mm-hmm. and caught up and went ahead. Yeah. Um, I would also like say that.
4: tonight in he, in the game, he had a couple of real borderline fouls. <laughs> um, like at one point, he just threw Terrence Mann on the ground for no reason. Um, they didn't really call anything, but watching it, I was like, that was uncalled for.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so they he also talked to reporters after coming back about the Rudy Gobert incident, which he mm-hmm. did not. Regret at all. What, Sean, Uh, will you
4: repeat the thing you tweeted? (laughs)
0: Um, Oh, um... Oh, um... Oh, yeah, Well, that that Draymond was still choking?
4: No, not that one. Uh, Um, Hold on, hold on, let me uh, find it. The one about, uh... Um... Uh, not going to therapy? That one? Oh, yeah, yeah, uh...
0: (laughs) (laughs) men Men will drag, uh... Hold on... Uh, Hold on. Men will drag Rudy Gobert down the court in a chokehold instead of going to therapy. Mm -hmm. And at this point. Why don't you go to therapy? Like, yeah. Like this is this is not like a young guy learning the league.
4: Well, and this is also not behavior he really did when he was young.
0: No, he was, he this played is
4: really new. physically. People don't realize this. Like mm-hmm. the the ball kicking, it was inexcusable, but like yeah. was rare. Like this behavior is post Kevin Durant that this is habit. Like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause he's done, he would do violent things, but it was like, he knocked a Houston rocket into the bench when they were, trying to set a record for 3 No, no 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 this is a a different different one the rockets were trying to set the record for three pointers in a game and one guy went up and they were they were up like 25 points and draymond knocked the guy into the bench and he i think he got ejected but at the same time the rockets stopped trying to run up the score the coach was like oh yeah this is uh like that's he was on the side of the code Many times. I, you know, the code, Joey. I don't want to talk we about to the code. No, we don't talk about no, the code. No, I just want but to know, Jenner, he, but,
4: there was a line he knew how to walk before. Yeah. And the, that line is just not there anymore. It's like a man who uh got out of a speeding ticket once and thinks it's going to happen every time now. Like, so now he just doesn't know the speed limit. It's like. Yeah. Um yeah.
0: It it's just he he doesn't have the ability to like calm down anymore.
4: Yeah. It's like he got the taste of human flesh. <laughs> <laughs> and now he craves it. Um Yeah.
0: <laughs> and he's so he's so defensive about it that he has to double down on the behavior yeah instead what did of he just say saying afterwards, Sean. Uh, well, what he the said, question he
4: apparently repeatedly asks himself after the, he exodus. asks
0: himself, uh, he repeatedly asks himself, am I collecting a lesson from this?
4: And the answer is no, I based guess on not. his behavior.
0: No, he said, he also says that he, he talked, even after his coach said that he was inexcu that his behavior with Rudy Gobert was inexcusable. Here's Draymond Green's take on it. The consensus amongst all of us is that I'm going to be me no matter what. That's not going to change. But in saying that, there's always a better way something can be done. So it's figuring out a better way. That's the consensus among all of us. Mm-hmm. I feel like that might not be the consensus among all three of those. Well, people, did you really. see what
4: he said tonight?
0: No, I did not. Okay, see Okay,
4: so the Warriors did this insanely stupid thing that made me mad. Uh, uh-huh. Frankly, the date tonight, Sean. Oh. Was eleven
0: thirty twenty three?
4: Yeah. Uh, do you know what that means?
0: I didn't when I saw I it on TV. Didn't. And the, you, the Warriors' I...
4: TV broadcast had a Chiron the entire night with a gold Warriors logo yeah. that said eleven twenty eleven thirty twenty three, and I was like, D- "It was. Is there some holiday I don't yeah. know about? uh But no, Last it's because November. Clay Thompson is number eleven. Steph Curry is number thirty and Draymond Green is number twenty-three. Now, first thing and they were calling it Steph Clay and Dre Day. Now the first thing I'll say is this is embarrassing behavior. They're Mm -hmm. still on the team trying to play. This is a thing you would do after long after they're retired. Um but
0: it's like it's May the fourth be with you. Yes.
4: Also no one actually the way two of those men have been behaving for the last, uh, I don't know, nine months, uh, maybe, maybe we, maybe it should just, maybe just the 30th of every month should be the holiday, is <laughs> right, what I'm right. saying. Right, um, and tonight they interviewed all three of them after the game. Bob Fitzgerald, because it's like a because Warriors Television is like North Korean propaganda,
0: and this yeah, is it, like I a, mean, except except a little more <laughs> ramped yeah. up.
4: And this is like uh, Kim when they celebrate Kim Jong Un's uh, half birthday or whatever. <laughs> um, they asked uh, they asked him a question, and Draymond Green answered. The beautiful thing is that we've nev- neither of us have ever asked any of the other ones to change in any way. It's like, is that really friendship? And, like... Well, and it's also like, well, I mean, maybe Steph Curry should ask both of you to change your behavior a little bit here. Yeah, like... <laughs> because like, uh, really? your behaviors have been detrimental to the team.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, how many times is, do you think Steph Curry likes going into the press conference and having to say like, well, they kind of called it technical fast and then yeah. like just trying to ignore the Oh boy. Well, and I I'll, mean, take, but
4: I'll take Clay Thompson taking an off-balance three pointer over three guys any night of the week.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean that now his post it says make on eye contact, be nice to reporters. Defend whatever Draymond did. <laughs> Be nice to Clay.
4: Oh, anyway, Sean, uh the in-season Elite Eight is set, and the Golden oh, State Warriors God. are not in it. Congratulations to the Lakers, the Kings, <laughs> the Pelicans, the Suns, the Celtics, the Bucks, the Knicks, and
0: the Pacers. I um, will say this. Uh, four fun games, Joey. Mm-hmm. Oh, for definitely, but Lakers, Suns. Here's yeah, my Kings... question for Go you. Sean. Yeah, 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 yeah.
4: Um, is it weird, uh, to you that um the Minnesota Timberwolves are in first place in the Western Conference, uh-huh. and the Orlando Magic and Seventy Sixers are in second and fourth place in the Eastern uh-huh. Conference? And the Oklahoma City Thunder are in third place in the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, that none of those teams are in this tournament.
0: <laughs> Joey, they're they're not built for the IST. That's the thing. They've got IST running through their veins. Although, wouldn't Orlando have been made it if Boston didn't run up the score? I believe
4: bowl? that is the case. Yes.
0: Man, did you see when the Celtics were hacking Andre Drummond? Yeah, it in the was cool. Quarter? It ruled. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a low point for this era of the Chicago Bulls, I got to say.
4: <laughs> uh, but you know what? <laughs> when that the other is... coach
0: has to ex- apologize for beating you too badly after but the game. Also,
4: that is going to be the high point of Joe Mazzola's entire coaching career. I'm yeah. saying it right now. All right. Um, uh, Sean, did you like
0: that last day? By, I by loved the,
4: way? the last day, actually. I, just... I was texting you and I was like, look, I was on your side the entire time not being into the in-season <laughs> tournament. But all they had to tell me is there was going to be a night where inside the NBA was doing like Red Zone style look ins on games. I would have been in. That's all they would. That's all they had to have Michael Imperioli say to me is (laughs) one night, one random night on a Thursday. (laughs) Chuck. Kenny and the guys will be calling
0: games live. <laughs> Shaq's going to be in Miami for no yeah. reason. Confusing Reggie Miller the entire telecast.
4: That has me that has me in. Look, I, and you know what they you know what they announced for the in-season tournament, Sean? What's that? TNT and ESPN will be merging broadcast crews. So, you know what that means? Stephen A. Smith is going to be joining the inside guys. Oh my god! For, yes,
0: for one night only. Um, I like. I like that they're just going to send Kenny Smith to that sad ass ESPN set, <laughs> and he's just going to be like, "God, Michael, is Michael Wilbon clinically depressed right now? What's what's going on?" Oh. Uh, I'm not even sure. I'm not even totally sure. Oh, oh, and Bob Myers could chop it up with ch- the Chuckster, the hilarious Bob Myers <laughs> roasting. <laughs> He's gonna have uh, Bob Myers a fool.
4: Uh, Sean, <laughs> who
0: you got in the IST? Man, you know I I love riding with the Indiana Pacers, <laughs> and but I think I thought that like teams were not going to take it as seriously as they were. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I think they're going to I think they're going to do it. I think they've got like I like that there's a bunch of teams that have traded with each other recently mm-hmm. too. Um like the Knicks have weird beef with teams because it's always like teams they're trying to recruit the players from. Mm-hmm. But Lakers, Suns, that's good. Celtics, Pacers, I think could be real. And then uh, Bucks Knicks. I wish that game was in Madison Square Garden, but otherwise. Well, and then you Kings know Pelicans, Pelicans is like That's... the Buddy Heel Bowl.
4: Well, but the Pelicans, secret, secret dark horses in this tournament, I think, because CJ McCollum came back tonight, I think. Like, yeah, he can said, breathe
0: again. Yeah. Like Tony said accent. Trey
4: Murphy is coming back to this weekend.
0: Yeah, he and, is. Trey
4: Murphy is like their third best player.
3: He really he's um, really good. Trey <laughs> Murphy
0: is awesome. Um and fun tournament. I, yeah, uh, I think it'll be I think it'll be good. It's gonna be like a Lakers Celtics final, though, Joey.
4: I don't think so. I think the Pacers are gonna do it.
0: Uh um, I, I I hope so. I love it. I love that idea. Also, Joey, um I think it is very predictable who was on each side of the running up the score in the tournament debate. Mm-hmm. So uh guess who on the Chicago Bulls got very mad and put off by it?
4: Um Zach Levine.
0: No, it was it was DeMar DeRozan. Oh. Remember when it remember when he he almost fought oh, right. uh, Lance <laughs> yeah, Stevenson yeah, for making a layup at yeah. the end of a game? <laughs> and uh guess which member of the Phoenix Suns is really pro blowout?
4: Um Devin Booker.
0: Yeah, he was like, yeah. I wish it was like that every time. I wish you just I yeah. wish you just played till the whistle every time. And I'm kind of like, you know what? I think that would be better. Like Except... I understand the sportsmanship, but like
4: Which I like that too, but what I will say is that's a lie though? Because Devin Booker's also the guy who was getting mad that people were double teaming him in a in a uh, an NBA player pickup game. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he
0: he might think that will go differently than yeah. it's really gonna go. And also, all that's gonna happen is at one point someone's gonna get fouled very, very hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, Draymond Green's gonna throw him into the bench.
4: Yeah. And if, if mild we'll Banner Draymond
0: Green, if, it, yeah. if Draymond, if a mild mannered Draymond Green can get affected by that, you know what I'm saying.
4: <laughs> um, Sean, I guess we should have covered this on our Warriors section, but uh, Andrew Wiggins slammed his finger in a car door yeah. allegedly,
0: allegedly, eyes emoji. What <laughs> no, is it covering I'm just kidding.
4: <laughs> any if it were any other NBA player, I'd be like, mm, this seems what like really a happened? fake injury, but Andrew Wiggins he definitely yeah. just slammed his finger in a car door or yeah or he played too much call of duty this weekend yeah that's true and uh yeah he's
0: got gamer's thumb yeah. or can he, he's not used to these american cars canadian cars They're... they open They're... backwards yeah <laughs> bottom to top
4: um sean i think that's our episode
0: yeah oh, well uh, there's we, one do, thing we need, to... we need
4: to talk about um yeah. but let's wait a second for it um sean why don't you um plug something Where? yeah okay
0: um i'm gonna be at rooster tea feathers yeah. next weekend. i'll Home be there the wednesday yes that's true wednesday <laughs> they still have rooster juice they got rid of the the red curtain um, and I believe you get in free if you're a student on Thursdays and if you're in the military on Sunday. It'll be fun. That's always a fun club to go to. If you happen to be in the Cupertino, Santa Clara, Sunnyvale area, even people in San Jose can make it. Uh, And, uh, you know, if you're if you're a Patreon, send me a DM. I can probably hook you up. Uh And then, oh, I'll also be at the world-famous Sacramento Punchline, the first weekend of January or whenever after New Year's is with Shang Wang. Oh, now one of my they're... favorite guys. And that tickets are going fast, but I believe we're going to have 10 shows. It has been expanded. Two Wednesday shows, two Thursday shows, two Fridays, two Saturdays, one on Sunday right now. I have a feeling they will add a late show on Sunday. Those shows will be real good. Also hosted by Che Bell, who is uh, real funny,
3: too.
4: Mm-hmm. Um... As for me, I was on the Film Drunk Frotcast this week. Listen to oh, Unsalvageable. Uh, listen to our Patreon, patreon.com slash roundrockpod. Buy our t-shirts in the description in this episode. Uh, call us on the phone, uh, the number in this episode. And uh, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz. Where? On 6-26-2014, I tweeted, Had a good run playing b-ball at Court Warner's house last night. The broken rib I suffered is totally worth it. No big breaths for me. American um,
0: Underdog 2, that guy.
4: Okay. Uh, but the, well, we also have an announcement. We've never done yeah. this before. But um, mm-hmm. Sean, uh, I've had multiple people ask me via Twitter DM. What we were going to do with the Josh Giddy drops because mm-hmm. uh, Josh Giddy has uh, had some very disturbing and gross allegations against him. Mm-hmm. And we have, at Round Ball, of course, do not support Josh Giddy. But what I would like to say is. We've never, in fact, supported Josh Giddy, but we do is support the Josh Giddy drops, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, yeah, exactly. That could be any player reading that, and we would have loved them,
0: but... I mean, it helped that he had an Australian accent.
4: <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, I mean, it also helped he was just like a mid-tier weird... It's like, yeah, uh, this is Bilal Kulabeli, you know what I mean? Uh, it's yeah. like the same, it would be the same that thing. would uh, actually. Yeah, or this is Corey Kispert. We would have loved that too. Um
0: but No one's ever heard Corey Kispin talk, by the way. Not, um, no one.
4: But uh because Josh Giddy is allegedly disgusting and allegedly a loser.
0: He's under he's under investigation from both the yeah. NBA Look, and the I, Newport Beach normally, Police Department.
4: Normally we wouldn't be saying allegedly this month, but uh Stephen A. Smith scared us this week by saying that Josh Giddy <laughs> was going to sue people who reported on this. So, uh, but yeah, fuck Josh Giddey. Um, so I have to regret. I regret to inform our listeners that we are indeed retiring the Josh Giddy drops. Mm-hmm. And our last song tonight um, will be the final time you hear them. Uh so goodbye Josh Giddy drops. Uh burn in hell Josh Giddy person. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> uh trust the process. Trust the process. And uh shut it down. Say goodbye to the Josh Giddy drops.
0: Say goodbye to the triple threat court.
1: This is Josh Giddy. Join up with your friends to take on AI opponents to rise up your individual reward ladders, or compete online to get great rewards as a team. This year, take more control than ever before on your journey to assembling your very own dream team of the greatest NBA superstars. This is Josh Giddy, and take control of your journey. Let's hit the triple threat courts to see what's new. Squad up with your friends to take on AI opponents to rise up your individual reward ladders, or compete online to get great rewards as a team. My team is always staying fresh. My team is always staying fresh. This is Josh Giddy. This is jo- this is Josh. This is Josh... This is Josh Giddy. Let's hit the triple threat chords to see what's new. Let's take a look at what's been into my team this year. This is Josh Giddy. My team is always staying fresh. Squad up with your friends to take on AI opponents to rise up your individual reward ladders or compete online to get great rewards as a team. Let's hit the triple threat courts to see what's new. This is Josh Giddy. My team is always staying fresh. This is Josh Giddy. My team is always staying fresh. Squad up with your friends to take on AI opponents to rise up your individual reward ladders or compete online to get great rewards as a team. In society today come after me i'm a man i'm josh giddy squad up with your friends to take on ai opponents to rise up your individual reward ladders or compete online to get great rewards as a team let's hit the triple threat courts to see what's new this is josh giddy this is josh giddy This is Josh Giddey.
0: What's up, Lakers fans? Coach Frank Vogel here. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts?